Hello, hello, and welcome back, my Yankee Yiddos. We have an amazing uh, show for you tonight. Amazing shit to talk about. It's going to be a lot. And because of that, we had to get the old squad back together. A little bit of reinforcements. We got my good friend Nick Turns, the regular, probably my main co-host this year. And then our good friend Matt Stevens. What are you doing? How are you doing? Where are you at? Doing well. Yep. <laughs> just above you on my screen. No, uh, <laughs> just just moved to Louisville. Uh, so starting starting a new job, which uh, gives just me regular that. hours. So it should be more regular on the pod as well. There we go. Peer pressure works. <laughs> That's good. right. The fans are probably good. Less of me. Less of me. This is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We've been killing it, bro. It's well, not exactly, but everything we've done has been great. We've been off and on, but. With the with the more numbers as we grow, it's going to be more and more regular. With that being said, I will say we weren't here last week to discuss the Wolves match. Um, completely different from the Man City match. I don't have too much to say because I was working really hard that weekend and I slept through the game. <laughs> um, so that's that's my excuse. Yeah. But do you guys, before we get into the glory that was uh, the Etihad yesterday, uh, do empty you guys empty had. The empty hat. There we go. There we go. Um, but do you guys have anything? I, I don't care at all to talk about the Wolves match, but do you guys have anything you want to m- mention about it before we get started? Yeah, our, our defense was terrible. And it was. You know, people wanted to blame Hugo for that first goal, but if you go back and look at the defensive posture, you know, with a five on two with Hugo. Yeah. Wait, was the first one the bad back pass, or was that the free kick? The 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 first one was the free kick. Okay, the second yeah. one was the bad back pass. Yeah, I mean, he definitely should have done better with it. Obviously, especially for someone of Hugo's ability. But I mean, yeah. also, yeah. Uh, how about we play a little bit of defense, get back, and get uh-huh. in? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we had five people standing on the edge of the box in a line. They had five people in our box. Like that's unacceptable. So. Yeah, I mean, I get they might be at least they're making an effort to get in. I know like all that kind of happened quickly, but not ever not a single person in there looked like they were trying to get into the box. But looks yeah. like we learned from it, though. You know, we can talk about good things now. Yeah, yeah. I have a question yeah. because I didn't watch. It. I'm trying to Google it real fast, but um, that game against Wolves was Eric Dyer back yet? No, this was his first game back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we'll jump. We'll jump into that um, here in a second once we talk about the team and how they did. But obviously, a big difference in our defense uh, this match against the champions. Um, we'll jump straight to it. Wow, what a fucking match! If you have some alcohol in front of you, lift it up one more time. Here we go. Yeah, boys. No well, one can see, but we're all we're we're time. lifting. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie to our fans. This is our second time. We did one before. Okay. Before okay. We, we don't First need to lie to them. I can, I can assure you guys listening that there will be more of those before this episode is done. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Yeah. So, jumping straight into it. Wow. What a match. But, you know, there's a lot of emotions, a lot to talk about. I want to break it up a little bit and start again with you, Matt. How is Louisville? Um, where did you watch the game? So well, for, it's it's Louisville, not Louisville. Amityville. Yeah, Louisville. Louisville. 
Um, yeah, no, so it's, it was my second time out uh, with the Louisville Spurs. I, I went to the Wolves match with them as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they meet at like a little bar slash pizza place called Saints uh, Pizza and Pub. And really? I guess we now. Um, and not, I mean, super welcoming guys and, uh, you know, had a good time. Watched the first half uh, kind of on the other side of the bar next to a, a Man City guy and had some, some good banter. Um, nice. And then from there transitioned over to the main group um nice. there was a university of kentucky game going on at the same time so oh. uh, we kind of split the bar a little bit it was packed in there um but it was oh. a good time yeah, uh, they were in the right colors at least yeah, yeah. everyone's in blue so <laughs> perfect um how many people uh showed up for for the man city game well for both for both i'm curious because um, it is a yes. difference yeah, so for the Wolves game, um, it wasn't terribly too many people, maybe 15, 20 people. Nice. And then the I don't know how many people were there for the Spurs game um, versus Kentucky. It was oh. it was people that were there for oh, both okay. yeah. wearing Kentucky gear and so I it was it was wild. Like it was I, we were standing in there. So. Now now I have another that's awesome. Uh, I have another question. Even though the Kentucky game was going on and there were probably a lot of people who weren't soccer or Tottenham fans. Mm-hmm. With how crazy this match was, did anyone did you see like you know new? We had some people eyes? come over and, and check it out. Um, so I don't know if they were interested in the game specifically, um, yeah. or if they were trying to see what the commotion was. But yeah, you know, definitely around the goals, you know, getting rowdy and stuff. So yeah, I mean that last five minutes of the match. I mean that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was just... a whole lot of uh, blow the whistle calls happening. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, saying that in minute seven, I think. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so, and then, Nick, how did you? What was your viewing pleasure at the uh, home skis at La Casa? Yep, yep, just in the basement. There we go. It was good. I had fun. Yeah. No, I love it. And I mean, again, I say this a lot on this show, but it has to be reset for you know new listeners and everything. That this is why we do the show. This is why I love Spurs. And other than just examining the goals and giving our opinions, this Spurs American journey is what I really like to document. So, Matt, you go in there and joining a new club, it's it's beautiful. Um, I had a new fan to the uh, Long Beach Spurs. Nice. Uh, so this game, there's a total of two of us. He is our, I want to say, fifth member. <laughs> so we're starting small. But it was awesome. You know, he found us randomly online. And through the power of social media, um, you know, got in contact with me. I let him know where and when. Um, and he came through and it was awesome. Uh, it was beautiful. What a match to go to. And yeah. he, and he's an expat. So he's uh, he's actually from Scotland. But you know, okay. shout, out, shout out to my man, Graham. I appreciate you. Um, I do feel like there is a Graham in almost every yeah. Spurs group, like every he definitely Spurs had group. one at VB Spurs. So we have the VB Spurs. I know LA has a Graham, <laughs> and now Long Beach does too. That means we're official. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know you made it. Yes. Now you just got to get your your club sponsored packet. You know, yeah, right. exactly. No, hopefully soon. But um, yeah, so it was great. We had a new a new member, and wow, what a freaking match! So now let's move forward into the match. To I mean pre match. Going into it, I need your guys' opinions. I know we were texting about it before the game, but man, this starting lineup, I mean, something new and, and something old. I guess we're uh, dire coming back, but I mean, 
brand new look, in my opinion. Uh, what was uh, Matt? I'm gonna start with you. What was what were your thoughts going into the game, looking at you know this lineup? So I expected Kulisevsky to upset more out of his position. Okay. Pretty early on. Okay. I mean, as he, he should. He, yeah, I, I think Moore is definitely a 70 minute impact sub type energy player. Yeah. Uh, more so than a 90 minute player. So that one didn't surprise me at all. I was surprised to see um, Davies starting. Um, okay. But I think he's also improved a lot under Conte. So I wasn't upset, upset or shocked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, okay. That's that's the direction we're going. That's fine. And seeing Dyer back was great. Yeah. Um, and then immediately, I, I, I hadn't been following the practice schedules too much. So I wasn't up to date with regular situation. Um, mm. So seeing Sessignon, I was like, okay. That's and then I found out, oh, he's got COVID. So this makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I was saying, are we, assuming, are we assuming, or does anyone know if Regulon- he has posted yeah. on Twitter that he has COVID? Uh, yeah. No. He posted it like around the, when the starting lineup pretty much came out. I think he oh, said, I was going to send you guys a message last night, but it was late. So I didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, um, it would have been early here, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be quite the shocker if you didn't know he had Reggie had uh, COVID or wasn't wasn't practicing all week. Wait, yeah, what? I was like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. After that, I was like, Sessignon. Yeah, I mean, he needs playing time. You know, yeah. what an important match for him to be able to, you know, show his his talent on. Mm-hmm. And and I want to stop you there. Uh, and Nick, I'll, I'll come to you after you know about your lineup I- ideas and stuff. But how do you think Sessignon did? I'm just, Matt, I'm going to start with you, um, but then both of you guys. Sure. No, I, I think Sess played well. Um, you know, he advanced the ball up the, the left-hand side pretty well with Sun, um, and he didn't have any glaring defensive errors. So, you know, it was a pretty yeah. average match for him. It wasn't wasn't great, wasn't horrible. Just he, he was a solid player in the game. Yeah, yeah uh, I, th- I thought he played well. I mean, I thought going forward he struggled a little bit times here or there, but, I mean... So for someone who barely plays and then to play against City is yeah. not like an easy task yep. for your first like start, you know, yeah. or first like real few, like min- good minutes in a Premier League match. So, but well, defensively, like you said, he was solid. He didn't really make too many mistakes to really hurt us at all. And like, that's all you can ask for. Right. So and, and um, he got forward very well. He did. And that's what he's really good at. I mean, he was a disappointing here or there at times when he got himself into some good spots, but overall I thought he played pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I want to follow up what you said, Nick, because that's exactly what I was thinking about. The fact that um, he doesn't get, he hasn't had that much time, but I think we're seeing a new like level of Sessignon where he's coming into this match and looking like he belongs in this match, looking like he can compete with any player on the field, and he's not getting minutes. You know, like before, even like up to now, Sessignon has been this young player that we hope is good. Now he's getting thrown into the biggest matches and performing. Like, I think that's just a, a huge upgrade in his quality, you know? Yeah, the Wolves game was definitely an outlier. I don't think that was on anything against Sessignon at all. Like, I mean... I think it was, was a tactical sub. Yeah, I mean, that's all it could be. Like, yeah. I thought he looked better than Doherty at that point in the match, but I just think it made more sense to take Sessignon off than, than Doherty, so... Yeah, if you're going to... I was going to bring <laughs> Doherty off and then switch sides with some players, but... It, like if I would have made the call, yeah, in the Wolves match, and then and he didn't get subbed out of this match until the ninety third minute. 
Yeah, which um, is so it's all, all you can ask for of any player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, go on, Nick. Sorry. I was, say, I, I was happy with his performance, like I said, and, yeah. and it's just like Matt said, it wasn't great. It wasn't like uh, this breakout performance, but it was a really good, solid performance that like he could build on. And yeah, I mean, there's potential in there. I mean, yep. so yeah, no, and it, it's good. I mean, I think even with, I mean, people say Emerson has made some mistakes recently and stuff, but I think our defense is going from this idea of like, um, you know, uh, wing backs, even though that's what they play, but these like high flying, you know, back and forth, like where defenders are really going to do much to more consistent defenders, you know, players who can, re- I, I think even Emerson, especially with, you know, how young he is, I think he could be one of the most consistent and like best right backs in the league in one to two years and stay that way for many years, you know, and I think I Seth crossing that line. <laughs> uh, that I think one of the best is probably a, uh, quite the state uh, high lofty standard for him but i think he could be solid i mean well yeah that's that's all i mean is really just uh solid really you yeah. know because back in the day we had i mean they were nothing to write home about but uh defenders like i've mentioned them here before but charluca alan hutton nothing special but they were just good defenders just solid but you know just like the balls it, like he's gonna play defense you know and um, I think with Sessegnon, with Emerson, again, they're all really young. Hopefully they, they start making those uh, changes into uh, just consistent defenders. I think, especially with Conte's mind, I, I feel like I see that a little bit. Um, yeah, I just, I just worry that in Sessegnon's case, he's going to have a lot harder time making it into the starting 11 than Royal will. Just yeah. Because of Reggie? Yeah, just because Ray, Reggie yeah. and... Maybe well, he can. He's not big enough to transition into like a traditional left center back type role. So, mm-hmm. like he's he's gonna have to put on some some bulk, but eh, it's it's not yeah. gonna happen. So yeah, and he's not gonna just on or dethrone uh on the left either. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So he's like a role guy, or um, unless hopefully nothing drastic happens with Reggie and Madrid wanting yeah. him back. But yeah, um, and so one thing that. We're going to discuss, like, after we talk about the game, is uh, in the interview Antonio Conte had. I don't know if you guys heard mm-hmm. that. And then all the quotes and hysteria that's coming out about it. But one thing he said in that was just talking about Spurs and how we're not big enough yet to rotate. Now, all I yeah. want to say at this moment is that it seems like with him being a world-class coach, used to being on world-class teams, he wants to rotate and he knows how to rotate. At Spurs, yeah. we have not seen that uh, probably my whole career as a Spurs fan. You know, <laughs> yeah. when yeah. we used to rotate back in the day, it was just drop Jermaine Defoe and <laughs> we lose like stupid shit like that. But you know, ever since we've even been champions, like all these things, it would be one team, you know, with maybe right. one change. We're definitely yeah. an A team, B team type team, yes. more so than a like, oh, we have these world class players that can just drop in, like a yep. City, Chelsea, United type. Yep. Yeah, and yeah I, City has enough to field two full teams that could oh, both potentially win the league. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when yeah. we played them in the Champions League, their bench was worth more than our entire lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the uh, next level. Yeah. We, we can only hope that Levy think or like knows what he has to do, understands the responsibility. But I think as Spurs fans, like, it's just, we're, we're like, we're maybe hopefully going into a new realm of a club. <laughs> 
you know, where we have many world-class players. One thing I want to say with that is just, as we were saying, the start of Kulisevsky, the start of Bentoncourt, and they played really well, you know. Um, when, you know, Bergwijn's been playing well. Bergwijn could have got a start, you know, over maybe Kulisevsky and stuff like that. Um, so just – and we'll get into all of those players here in yeah. a second, but um, just the idea of rotation is – hopefully something we can start to do with players like Sessignong and Reg- Reggie. It's definitely going to take like a, some investment in, in the next couple of years for that to happen. Yeah, yeah it's not a short-term project for this club. Mm-hmm. But that kind of goes, I think, was that all the interview you were talking about before the the match? Or is that a post-game? Uh, that? It was before the match and it was like Sky Sports Italia. Okay. Yeah, yeah so when, one thing I wanted to touch on in those interviews too is just, well, two things. First of all, F the media and them yeah. twisting everything he says into just oh. Spurs suck balls. Yeah. Um, he hates Spurs. Hates Spurs. Media yeah. hates Spurs. Um, and then the other thing is, and I think it's something I've maybe said a couple times on here or just to like my brother and stuff, um, who's also a Tottenham fan, is we, it's Levy's mindset is to buy young to sell for for, yes. for money. And Conte said that. He's like, we've always been buying, like this team buys young talent instead of like already established players and that's where we need to make a transition now is yeah. buying established players to keep the level up and, and improve and not look to make a profit so yeah. hopefully all these things are like start coming to fruition so we can do things like you just mentioned and have some sort of squad depth where yeah. we can rotate so it's easier to win trophies or continually be a top four club yeah, and yeah. I think that's the difference too is when you talk about rotating you're talking about rotating in players to be able to compete in to do the job and in major like you know games you know you don't have to field the same team for everything or Mm -hmm. prioritize certain things you can spread and and, and play everything yeah i would say that that could be what killed delhi like obviously delhi would take some onus you know or should because like he didn't maybe push himself i don't know the situation but like there was no nobody coming in to push any of these guys on the squad yeah, starting every everyone, yeah, telling him everyone's telling him he's he's the next thing, he's awesome, and like he, he was performing and showing that. And then you know, like sometimes that goes to you, especially when you have no one pushing you to make you better. So I mean, obviously that doesn't work, and we need to learn from our mistakes. Yes, Levy, we know you're listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely, and uh, so to talk about, let's get back to the game. Back to we haven't started the game, but some of the players, <laughs> um. What was your thoughts, just to keep in the defense, what was your guys' thoughts on the Dyer and Romero and Davies? We can include him in this conversation. But really, the Dyer-Romero pairing, which we haven't really got to see. I mean, we got to see it a few times, but this is the biggest game. Um, Nick, starting with you, what were your thoughts on, you know, Dyer's performance, but really him next to Romero? You know, how do you think they worked back there? It's good. I mean, you got Kuti uh, who's just uh, – a wild man out there putting in good tackles. Yeah. He's very aggressive. And then he, it's like Dyer is a little bit more of that even killed guy. So like he's that nice leader back there, I think to kind of help rein in. Yeah. Kuti uh, a bit or, you know, help him. So he doesn't have to make those, those tackles and get as aggressive as much. But I mean, geez, just those, I mean, our back line played pretty well for the most part, I thought, but uh, Romero looked like a stud in this match for sure. Um, yeah. Like that's a great signing. And yeah, 
yeah. it will be as long as we hold on to him. Like he looks yeah. so good. Um, and then I know, like Matt said, you were surprised by Davies, and I I wasn't just because who else are we gonna put out there? Sanchez is like the only other option, and he usually looks pretty terrible when he gets to play on the left. So yeah. I mean, the only option would be to play Cootie on the left and Sanchez on the right. Yeah, and I don't know if Romero can play on the left. I mean, so he's our only left center footed center back, so I'm not surprised by that. But this by yeah. far what I thought was our best lineup. And finally a formation change. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't I've said this three four three doesn't work with our with our team, um, with who we have in the midfield. It's just it's just not possible. We get overrun. I mean Southampton Wolves just destroyed us by going through the middle. So this uh four three two one gave us a little bit more um people in the midfield that can help close down on these crosses or shots. So, but no, yeah. it's, it's a solid defense. I think if we, in the summer, if we can just, uh, one more center, uh, like a left center back. Yeah. Dyer Romero and. Not even. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Not, not, even to replace, not even to like get rid of Davies, um, especially how he's been yeah. playing, but Yeah. He'd be a great squad depth guy for sure. Like, yeah. and that's always been my stance with him. Like, yeah, he's good to be a bench guy to come in every once in a while, but he's he shouldn't be our starting option. Yeah, and that's no offense to him. It's just like he's good. He's just not going to take us to that next level, unfortunately. I feel like. Yeah, he's he's good. He's not you know pushing for top four week yeah. in week out. Good. Exactly. Fine. Yeah. Um, I do think but, even if even if we got someone who's not even just better than him, but even someone younger, uh, kind of opposite of what you're just saying, but someone younger who has potential that just could sit there and push with him. Um, I think that would probably bring a lot more out of Davies. I think you're, you're right about that. Yeah. And um, I, I don't think Dyer's ever going to be our best center back. In that. <laughs> but I think in our current team, he's irreplaceable just due to yeah. that even-killed leadership role in that back line. You, know, you yep. can see it. Yep. Our back line is completely different with and without him just from yes. his leadership. Yep. Yeah, those That's goal my numbers are those differences and goals given up when like he starts with like Hoiberg and like was it like Skip or whatever <laughs> compared to like anyone else. He's just, like why? How? Yeah. But um, I, it's got to be a leadership thing. There's no yeah. other explanation for it because talent wise, like you know, these guys aren't leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the Premier League. You know, yeah. Skip, you know, is a young rising talent. Hoiberg's been you know like a, a solid player for us for you know the last few years and you know. It seems like it's starting to show like his. He needs like some rotation possibly, so getting Pentacle in and being able to rotate mm-hmm. Skip and Hoybier, I think, will be valuable. Mm-hmm. But like, they're these guys are solid. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, for now. yeah, exactly. You're 100 percent right with that statement. Yeah, and uh, to close out, I, I completely agree with you, and I really think that yet, yeah, like, because me and Nick talked about this on the last episode we did, just about the lack of Dyer not being there and when simple goals go in and it's like, you know, you really do see a difference when Dyer's on the pitch. And it one, the one thing I, I just thought of as we're talking about it is that unlike these other guys, Sanchez was there for some of it. I mean, obviously Davies was too, but unlike, you know, Kuti and stuff like that, um, Dyer has been here with um, Vertonghen and Alduero for, you know, 10 years or whatever. Yeah. And just seeing like proper center backs and this is what they do, you know? And I'm, you know, whereas he might've been younger, even like same with Harry Kane for the last 10 years in the locker room. Now he's not. 
Now he is yeah. older. And if he knows what to talk about, what to say to these guys, um, I think I think that is a presence, just like you're saying, like he's irreplaceable right now. He didn't even have just a locker room presence, but being a center defending midfielder at the time, you know, yeah. he had on the pitch experience. Oh yeah. Been invaluable. Yeah. I mean, we were spoiled for years with having two of the best center backs in the world. Yeah. Well, we had the melee. was just yeah. Well, oh my god! I, I wasn't saying midfielders. I was just saying center backs. Oh yeah, no, that pairing was insane. And then we touched down the last time. They they always played together. They were like the same ish age, like Belgium, Tottenham. Like they yeah. they had that cohesion that there's so much we chemistry. Haven't had yeah, yeah, we haven't had their that in a while. We need to figure that out. Get our guys and let them build that cohesion and chemistry. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think Dyer is a good place to start it. And I think uh, I think Conte respects him and likes him, at least enough is what it seems. There's never been like a, a word like, oh, we need the center center back. Like there's always like bringing people in, but. It doesn't Dyer's feel like, like the Mourinho love for Dyer though. Oh, well, that was almost too much. That's when he got. That was too much. This is when he wasn't that good then. Like. Yeah. Like he wasn't performing that well at that time. Like. Yeah. As well as he is performing now, which you could argue like it deserves more love, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> and yes, I'm saying you have to perform in order to get love. Okay, I think I think <laughs> the love before was inflated, and now he's kind of like gone back down to zero, and so everything he does now, we like. Well, we still don't like it because we made fun of him for a year and a half, being <laughs> one of the worst players in the Premier League. Man. But he's, he's <laughs> back down to ground. He's not like I, he's not up in the air. I do think we didn't we say that like it's funny because like I feel like two years ago we would have been like take Eric Dyer off this is the stupid and now we're like we need Eric Dyer yeah no, it's it's very weird uh, every time I, yeah, we definitely say, guilty of that yeah, yeah. no I, I'm sure you're like one of ninety nine percent of the fan base and all yeah. hands up and you know just say yes <laughs> sorry Eric sorry Eric oh Eric yeah sorry. But we don't want to give him too much love because we need him to just stay where he's at. <laughs> All right, back to the game, guys. Back yes. to the lineup. Um, Starting to the game, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into the game. So we <laughs> that wasn't even a, that wasn't a game. That was that was a spectacle. That was. Oof, that was <laughs> too much fun. That um, was match of the year. Like, yes. I, think, oh. I don't know what could be better. Well, and it's funny because so far, the, what's that? It's so far, yeah, absolutely. So we didn't come out on top, but 2-2 versus Liverpool was just the same. And we're the only team in the Premier League that's fighting with basically the two best teams in England the way we are. You know, I guess Chelsea could be up there too, and we didn't do shit against Chelsea. But, I mean, Liverpool, Man City, the only teams to do anything, like not even just take points from them, but put them on their back heels, you know, get in behind them, which always surprises me when we do that at Tottenham because I'm like, well, what were we doing against Wolves? Or like, what were we doing against Burnley? You know, it's called it's called a low block, and we're really bad against it. Yes. Yeah, that's Thank a difference. Like, City and Liverpool get forward; they allow this to happen, and we're yeah. actually really good at playing this counterattack, getting behind lines. So every other team knows that and does not allow that for us to happen. And then we Especially have the Yeah, that was. There's no creative like, midfield. We gave yeah. up two early goals, and then all of a sudden, then what do you do? You know, just sit true. back and like, yeah, yeah have possession. It. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> all right. That was, uh, the Watford game, even though like uh, they didn't, they just played with ten guys behind the ball, if not eleven, most of the match, and like 
we took a late, late goal that was kind of garbage, I believe, for us to beat them. Like, yeah, we struggle breaking yeah. down teams. Yeah. So. Well, no, great, uh, great analysis, guys, right there. But um, so talking about us being good on transition, us being able to get in behind, we don't have to go too far into this game. Four minutes fucking in. So I get a, I call first story with this one. So, uh, so we get to Arbar and um, the new uh, Spurs fan, the new Long Beach Spurs, Graham, he walks in and the uh, game is just kicking off maybe one minute in. We're getting our beers. Takes a minute because there's randomly a good amount of people at the bar for some reason. <laughs> there was some event going on. It's Saturday and, noon. It was not, oh, no. it's nine it wasn't. Yeah, it was 9.30. I'm sorry. I forgot you're on the West Coast. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, yes, no, you're good. But usually, lots of times, I mean, this was a late game for us in general. Um, they're usually a bit earlier. But lots of times, I'm the only person in there watching, or me and one or two other people. Um, but there was a lot of people. So we're going to get our beers. He gets a Guinness. She pours half of it, has to let it sit. And, you know, the, the game's going on. And I was like, all right, well, we got to wait for that. You know, let's let's go step outside. You know, kickoff's already happened because the TVs are outside. Yep. Oh. So, we go outside and we're there for about 30 seconds. And it's like, hey, you know, what do you do? Well, you know, what brings you to Long Beach? And they're like, oh, wait, shut, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. And fucking, oh my gosh, what a fucking pass from Harry Kane into yeah. fucking Sonny. And, and then uh, Sonny's decision making. Both of those mm-hmm. things we've seen in, in individual pieces for the last two years from those guys. And I know they got a lot of assists last year. But the thing that Sonny did, which is not shoot and make the smarter play and pass, this is the level above where we have been. You know, we have not done things like that. I mean, Harry Kane, one time pass into space, not just in defeat, into space at the dude. All right. So my story is basically over. Uh, Nick, <laughs> take over. Um, what was your goal time experience? Uh I think I turned it on the game like a minute late. So I'd, even more so, I just sat down. Yeah. And I think I was talking to my brother and I was like, oh, good start so far. Like, and then all this, yeah, this pass out of nowhere, like just quick counter, like, and then the ball, I was like watching. And I was like, oh, he's offside. There's like, yeah, I know yeah. how these goals go. Oh, uh, yeah. But they, they kept playing and I'm like, okay, like, we'll see. And then I thought he was going to shoot. I'm like, shoot, shoot. Yeah. He doesn't gets it to Kulu, yeah. and I'm like, it goes in. I'm like, I'm like, this is getting called back. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not jaded. And then it just kept going. <laughs> I just kept going, and I'm like, oh shit, he was on. Like, oh my gosh, like that. Everything was so great about that. Like, and that's one thing I was gonna say because we didn't record last week, but I was like, I kind of want to talk about Sunny. Like, mm. he hasn't been playing that well. I feel like lately, like he hasn't been decisive. He's been like kind of diddle daddling, kind of looks not sure what he wants to do, which is what happens when he's kind of having these off moments where she he has these these stretches sometimes. But yeah, he he everything he did was like quick and yeah, it was a great finish, great goal, and out yeah, it was a great start to the game for us for sure. Like I, I couldn't believe that Sun made the pass. Yes, yeah, I, I thought either. for sure he was gonna shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I was just blown. But I think like, I just want to go, like, this was a formation change in a 3-4-2-1, and, like, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I think the best we've looked this year under Conte is Liverpool, right, Like which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That was a 3-5-2, I believe. And then mm-hmm. what was 
the other game we played well against. Uh, I think it was one of the Chelsea games or something like that, where we played pretty well still, uh, but we went to a three-five-two also. And it's like the three-four-three doesn't work. And like I like this formation because it allows Sonny to run in behind Kane, which he's really good at. And Kane's great at dropping and finding these passes. Yeah. Well, like, and all day. Before in the, the post match interview, did did Kane Kane said he he credited wearing knowing where to pass the ball and when to pass the ball on that to Conte on the on the sideline. Oh, he did. Space, did he? space available. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, awesome. There was like a, a post match interview with Son and Kane next to each other. The interviewer asked him like, "Yeah, hey, you know, how did you know to make that pass?" And manager, you know, like I don't know. If, so I I I heard that too, but it it was like on in the background, but um. I don't know if he said Conte yelled something to him or if it was just yeah. from being at training. I, Cause I kind of heard it being, mm-hmm. I heard him give credit to Conte. I, I do know what you're talking right. about. But what I heard is that he was, how I heard it was that he was just talking about in training. Like we do this. Yeah. Either way though. Yes. Spinning Either on a way. dime and making that pass. Yeah. yeah. And they did that a hundred times last season and he's doing it now and he's giving credit to Conte, not anything else, you know, sorry, Nick, mm-hmm. go on. You know, I was just gonna say because uh, I think one of the other podcasts I listened to, they explained it like because I don't know much about Conte; these guys much know, and they, he, they say like he's pretty regimented with how he wants the ball to be moved and and, and passes. Really? He doesn't have this like f- super free flowing like do what you want kind of thing, which is why I don't think Mora works so much with in uh, mm-hmm. the Conte system. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that statement makes perfect sense that he would say something like that because yeah, I mean he's just pointing at where he's supposed to be because Sun's supposed to be making that great run. And that space is going to be there, and that was a perfect ball and a perfect run, like perfect timed, like could not have been better. It was awesome. Yep. Uh, so Matt, I want to ask you, um, what are your thoughts on Kulisevsky and his, his effort and just, I mean, his goal? Like, what are your thoughts on on him in that? You know, I mean, game? getting into the box has been a problem that we've had with our players for two and a half years now where players just don't make that run. So we're used to Sun taking that shot because yes. he's the only one there. Yes. You know? um, so it's great exactly. to see another player attacking the box, even if they're not the one with the ball. Um, that is exactly right. So I, I hope to see that in the future. I like his yeah. willingness to run. Uh, yes. and he, he's talked about it um, in his interviews where what, yeah. know, what was the he quote? just loves running. Yeah, well... What, what was the quote he had? I forget what he said specifically, but somebody asked him about playing 90 minutes and he's like, yeah, I just love, you know, running or whatever. You know, he, well, he's been a player that's put in the most kilometers in a, in a match, you know, even in his time in Juventus. So. Oh, really? He said, I love to suffer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah which is just ridiculous. So he's, well, he's all I, about I it. I did not hear that. That is a great quote. He's he's a he's going to be a high work rate player for us, which I think is great. Uh, we Man. need somebody off the ball moving. Yeah. Before that, you know, you can also happened. score. Yeah, I, I I was talking with that city guy. Like I said, I, I watched the first half with. Yeah. And him and I think one of his family members had been talking about off the ball movement, and I was like, off the ball movement, Tottenham doesn't do that. And then <laughs> you know you see it with Kulisevsky the entire match. Yeah. Um, even, you know, with the offside and then later on with the yep. the third goal, you know, so. Yep. I think Kulisevsky, um, he picked up a nickname at Virginia Beach Spurs, which I'll share with you guys. I, I think you'll love I'm it. I'm so excited. 
Yeah, so they started calling him uh, Ginger Bale. Uh, so a, a right winger with a left foot, but he's a ginger, so it's pretty great. Oh my gosh, Ginger <laughs> Bale! It's been established. Are, so great. are we going to go with Kulu or or Deki or what's the plan? Uh, I like great question. I like Kulu. Yeah, but I will try to mix in the Ginger Bale every once in a while. <laughs> That's his surname. <laughs> yeah, 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 for Ginger Bale Kulu. Um. Yeah. But yeah. uh, no, I'm very, very happy with the signing. And like I said, I expected him to take Lucas's place very quickly. And he said after the match, I think it was with a Swedish interviewer that, you know, he expected looking at the schedule, maybe three games in, he'd be starting. And really we are. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so, Nick, I'm going to throw this over to you in a second also. And just just expanding on his whole performance throughout the match. But yeah, uh, his work rate. And I was, I mean, obviously we were texting during the games. Um, you guys know, like around the 70th minute, I was like, Kulu looks winded. And <laughs> my, thoughts, my thoughts were, you know, all right, this is his first real like Premier, Premier League start. Um, he mm-hmm. wasn't, I don't know if he was exactly starting at Juventus or just, you know, kind of younger coming off the bench sometimes. Um, but 70th minute, I was like, okay, he's looking tired. I think we were winning at that point too. It's like, you know, put someone else on with fresh legs, Bergwine or something like that. But in the 90th, 93rd, you know, 95th minute, he was still running. And he loves to suffer. He loves to suffer. And I, yeah, I really like this guy. He changed my, I mean, obviously he, the goal, which was great. We're going to talk more and more about that in a second. But again, like in the 90th minute, his efforts on the last goal, I mean, that cross in the 96th minute to have a perfect cross. We haven't, that's another thing we've been missing for a long time is anyone who can cross. And all <laughs> people who cross are our right and left backs, you know, yeah. and, and then not well, not well, you know, they cross like defenders. Hey, <laughs> well, Wings the can cross it right into the goal. You take that back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wings can cross himself right off the list. Of <laughs> the 11. Sorry. The next shot we take, but uh, no, no, that's hilarious. So the um, last time I put any faith in him. Ah, well, he's starting to play good, good again. Maybe I was wrong. No, nope, I was right. Nope, Benton Corey is 10 times better. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Can we, all right, so we're going to slide over fast. So we're going to start moving. This game, this podcast is going to get a little bit loose. <laughs> How did you guys feel about when they scored the second goal? Like, uh, were you like, ah, oh, dang, here it goes? Or were you like, yeah. we're good, we're, we're okay? No. Wow, honest to God. Matt, you first, because I'm going to go. Oh, Spursy moment kicking in. I have the Spursy license plate for a reason. I fully believe in this team to let me down at all times. Oh, God. You love to suffer. Yep. He loves to oh, suffer. That's why he's a Tottenham fan. Yep. <laughs> that's why we are yep. who we are. The general feel is just like, man, that's not a handball. Yeah. And then, Oh, like, no. I'll talk about the first one when they tied it up. Okay. Oh, oh. That? No, I still had hope then. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh no. Yeah. There's no yeah. pressure, and I was a little worried. I was like, this is this gonna be the floodgates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right before half, well, right? That was like the 40th minute, I think, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, it's it's right right yeah. Oh, it's cool. Okay. I, my I'm I'll admit it. My pre-match prediction just based on our performances and, and yeah. city's performances, uh, I thought we were gonna lose 4-0. God damn. Yeah, I've 
I didn't think we get blown out, but I, I told you. Have you seen the way City's playing? Have you seen the way we were playing? Yeah. This, this, this is why. This so is three nothing. Yeah, three nothing. What three nothing? That was yeah. Boring. We had dire back, so it's gonna be three nothing. Oh, um, now, he's yeah. just riffing on on my. On... Don't don't worry, uh, you Spurs fans listening. I am flicking them both off right now. Fuck <laughs> you. Um, but no, it's funny because well, being be rational. What's that? No, it's funny because being a Spurs fan. All of us can be Spurs fans, and I can be extremely unrational. You guys can be <laughs> rational, and we're both right sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I definitely – the funny thing going into it is I just started having good feelings. I was like, man, like we we always have City's number, and they always think yeah. we're going to be shit. Like, I don't know, Chelsea, it's always harder for us to get one over on. Uh, right. Arsenal, it's, it's harder, you know. Um, it's impossible for us to beat Chelsea, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, goddamn reason. But City is always the one that we can sneak in behind. Like they fucking, I, I'm guessing they think we're just a shit team or something like that, you know. And they always doubt we're us. We're the Harry Kane team. Yeah, he, and their coach said that. So I wonder what else he's fucking saying. You know, yeah. Son's been the one who's compete or uh, consistently torn them apart. But yeah, yeah, we're the Harry Kane team. Yes, let him keep making it. We'll keep we'll keep taking points off of him. Yep, Harry Kane with fun stat though. We with the double, we are the third team under Pep Guardiola's reign to take the double on. on Ever do that to him? Yeah, it was the last one was in 2019. Oh, was it? I thought United did it. I saw in 2020, but I could be wrong. I probably am. 2019. That's awesome. Yeah, I was so pumped. Like I was literally pumped. I I mean, you you guys saw. I couldn't believe we did the double over him. Like, yeah, that's insane. All right, lift it up. Where's your whiskey at? Yeah, hey, here we go, boys. It's a beer right now. I'll get to the whiskey. <laughs> All right, all right. This podcast is gonna be great, as we promised, just like the game. <laughs> but halfway through the game, we didn't know it was gonna be great. Just like halfway through the podcast, you don't know if it's gonna be great. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we're, we're the Lucas Mora podcast, is what you're saying? No, you would know within the first five minutes if he's good or not. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we did openly take a shot in the first five minutes, so they should have known what was up. We're celebrating. All right. So I just want to ask a question, and this is, again, we're going to kind of skip ahead, but how do you guys think Royal did? Okay. Think. (laughs) I mean, if I'm looking at that performance and I'm looking at what do we need out of uh, right wing back to unlock us consistently pushing top four and you know, feeling good about going into games against top four opponents and Champions League opponents. It's not exactly the performance I want. You know, he he's had worse games where he's had those very obvious blunders, especially early on. He kind of seems like a player that grows into a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But on the right-hand side, it seemed more like Kulisevsky was our attacking presence and yes. it let Royal sit back, which was nice and mm-hmm. not have to put in bad crosses into the box. So yeah. in that regard, it's, it's good, but he's, he had an okay, he had an okay game. It wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't great. <laughs> it's like I a didn't on type game. Yeah. I didn't really notice him or remember him. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. I oh, thought yeah. he played pretty well. Um, I thought he was going to be 
like super important for us winning that match because they literally left him open all the time. And Kane, especially in that first half, kept finding him. Right. And he did okay. Yeah. He had that good cross to Sessignon, who Sessignon kind of you know, missed touch big time. Then I think he had another like opportunity where he had a not so great cross. And then he had that shot, which I fi- he finally shot the ball, which I was like, excited about. Like, it's a pretty decent shot. It was now like exa- exactly at least let's make defenders now have to think you're gonna shoot because before he would ne- just yeah. diddle daddle and like cross. I mean, it seemed like a tactical thing though because both Sessignon and Royal were arguably like our two worst players throughout the game, and they were just given acres of space the entire game. Like uh, City yeah. never never pressed them or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's any of the worst. <laughs> but yeah. I think Hoiberg was pretty not great. Mm. Yeah, I think he was. He, move, let's move to Hoiberg for a second. So yeah, I mean, I think he was a bit slow to the ball a few times, uh, but he also had a, a lot of positives too that he luckily was a part of. He's been hanging out with Royal too much, dude. He going down all the time for like no touch. Like those uh, oh, talking about God. like on the sideline when he lost the ball on the throw in. In the it, first half, are you yeah, about? yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about, dude? Like, you literally tripped yourself." If anything, like, I don't know what you're arguing it's, about. Like, Emerson, so bad. When Emerson falls, it looks like you know, kind of South American. Like, all right, that could be it. like he gets the foul, you know, and like yeah, he, he knows how to do it. He knows how. <laughs> trips himself and <laughs> knees himself in the face <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> it's really obvious. It's so funny. He's like. He's just like Guys, he's trying his best, all right? Yeah. I don't need that out of him. He doesn't need that. I don't need that out of any of our <laughs> players, if I'm being honest. But, yeah. There we yeah, go. for sure. But, okay, we're going to – so we transition to the other center guy, center midfielder, Ben Tancor. How did you guys feel he did? Because I, I am very mixed on him. I think this was a worse performance than his Wolves performance. Oh. Well, I don't think he played bad against Wolves. You think he played bad against think, Wolves? No, no, I think – Okay. Wolves was a better performance than City. Yeah. I, um, I think, yeah, I think he lost the ball a lot. Um, yeah. But I think I don't know if that's in, a reflection on his skill or ability, or <laughs> him not being used to the pace of the Premier League versus yeah. the Italian league, where he's not going to have a second and a half to do something yeah. with the ball, and turn, and get yeah. it out of his feet, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that high press of City really displayed his lack of. Uh, experience in this league and i think he'll train out of that and i think it, it's yeah. not a damning reflection on him as a player Agreed. yeah but I, I think he is going to be a good fit alongside skip or hoiger in the midfield yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, that worked great that was yeah. i'm like that about that dude was yeah. fun he was pressing all the way up top at times i noticed and i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah no, everywhere hard to see the stats about him winning the ball in the opponent's box more than the rest of our midfield the entire season combined yeah. already. Yeah. I think I said oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a crazy that's that blew my mind. I could not believe yeah. that. I'm like more than guys who've been playing half the season already and he's only played like a game and a half if that. Right. Yeah. Like, no. Uh, we've been missing clearly. That's exactly he's right. He's also got that that South American energy where He's going to get stuck in on tackles and and, yep. and be a presence that'll make players think twice about entering his space in the midfield. Yeah, and he he seems to be good at it. Like he went in hard a lot, but like every time I'm I was never really worried about like they weren't rash. Tackles. No, they weren't like clattering tackles. They were 
heavy physical tackles where he won the ball cleanly, and you're like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited about him. I think, yeah, no, I, I like that sign a lot. Which he arguably when I we, when the transfer window closed, I was more excited about Kulu, but. Mm-hmm. After watching, I'm like, uh, Ben Tancor looks pretty darn good. He's picking yeah, up the passes. I think the thing that makes it like easier to feel more excited about Ben Tancor after watching him play is like we've been missing that. Whereas yeah. like, Hulu is just like a player that we're we've had a similar player who's got like pace and skill on the ball and can you know find attacking space, but is better. So yeah, yeah. didn't really need another right winger. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, but we'll get a better one. Probably the <laughs> thing to replacing Erickson that we've seen since Erickson, obviously. <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far. Uh, I mean, the, the trend's there, but yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. No, Matt's right. It's not even close to that level, but yeah, he, he's, no, you're right. It's the close, well. Level, but the, the. And Belly, when he wanted to play, was like more like yeah, Erickson than fair. Denticore, but. That's fair. And Belly, when he doesn't want to play, just overshadows that whole feeling. <laughs> just tainted the whole team mentality yeah. about him yeah i'm so upset about him he's so he's so good oh man i remember like back when we were signed him you and i were just like this is the player and then no. Dude, he's now, he's, so now he's not guys he's yeah. still he's still a spurs player officially he is he is you know if he, if he I, fix- I don't need to get rid of him i'm just putting yeah. that i yeah. already saw i think leon's president or whatever said if they make champions league or whatever that they'll probably buy him which is insane if they buy a miss off the release clause because that's like 60 mil. Let's go. Oh, hopefully he really wants to stay there. Sorry. You guys want to hear that. No, hopefully he figures it out and is always like that and plays for us. Because, like, if that's a, I mean, he's just so good. Like, if he plays to that potential, you will want him on your team. That's the only if. And it's kind of a big if. Yeah. Anyways, right. let's talk about the city game. That was way more. Yeah, fun. let's yeah. talk about the city. Back, back to Benticore. Um, Sorry, guys. So I, I had one thing I want to say uh, with what you were saying, Matt, about kind of his like late touch and his, uh, kind yeah. of his pace. Um, <clears throat> I think also not just his lack of experience in this league, but also lack of experience with this team. And I think yeah. you're right. I think it will get trained out of when he just becomes more comfortable with like where everyone is on the field. Like Harry yeah, King sure. can keep out Sun with his eyes closed, but you know Bentoncourt, I think will. I mean, a year in, will get to that. Um, and what I'm excited about is all the other good shit. His amazing touch. He does, even though he doesn't have time to do two or three things, he still gets away with. Like he still finds a way, and I think he's going to be uh, very excited. I'm extremely excited and about just him. just to speak to that where you talk about you know mm-hmm. him growing into that. You know his last pass to Kulisevsky yes. you know, to set up set yes. up his run on the right-hand side is an example of a player with chemistry that he yeah. can yeah. link up with. So, yeah, and then, you, go for Do it. you know if he made that pass on our third goal that was offside from him? Wasn't that him too? I, I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah I know for sure it was on the, the goal that wasn't offside. Yeah, they clearly have chemistry though. It's, yeah. Mm. And it's, I think that's just when you go anywhere, almost like Vertongen and uh, Alduero, who had played at Ajax together and all these different things. When you go to a place and you got a buddy that comes with you, it's like that chemistry now just multiplied. Like now we've been on two teams together. Like I know you way better than everything, you know. 
Uh, I think I think they'll be fun to watch together. Hopefully that's something that continues also. Um, but yes. All right. So back to the game. Back to the goals. What really happened? So you guys, Matt, you saying, Matt, you were saying at the 33rd minute when we got scored on, you had the Spursy feeling coming in. Nick, how did you feel? Were you losing? Oh, no, no. No? I said that. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was, was the opposite. Yeah, I, I was, was talking about the last goal. Yeah, okay. I was feeling like this. This could go awry. Okay. Just because the way the match was going, just pressure, pressure, pressure. We haven't we haven't really done too much on the offensive or yeah. counter at that point. I feel like, but uh, yeah, and we kind of we settled in. It was good. Yeah. I mean, so let's I'm talk. That and then after that, into the second half, like, um, you know, with how we were playing, so, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off completely, but with how no. we were playing, you know, um, were, were you scared? Did you think we had a chance, you know? Because we, we had kind of softened up and let them into our half. Like, I mean, we, we were getting less and less of the ball if you're looking at some like yeah, that- it got pretty crazy at some points in yeah. possession numbers. I, I, I don't guess- know. That's city though. Yes, I it's so I wasn't not expecting that. I mean, you know, something like again, I like conversations we've had my brother. Like it's like City also have the ball, but half of the time it's like it's just like so meaningless. It's just them playing around with it at the midfield line, and it's like, which I'm fine. Boring. This is boring though. Like yeah, everyone's not even like, like making probing attacking runs or anything. They're just literally doing like a U shape pattern around the midfield. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing is like people like romanticize like Pep's style of football, and it's like, hey, do you watch City games? Like <laughs> when it's like good, it's really good. But then outside of that, it's just kind of like I'm about to fall asleep. Which yeah, is probably why I like about those games. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the only thing I like about Pep ball is where he really emphasizes his wingbacks making overlapping runs, which is something yeah. we have struggled with for a long time. And those overlapping runs really just allow you to get balls into the box whenever you have a an opportunity and players there. We don't have that either usually, so No. Yeah. No, which is surprising <laughs> that we scored two balls or two goals with balls yeah. in, into the middle. Coming into the middle, yeah. 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 <laughs> and even what the one that was disallowed, that was another cross yeah. into the middle. Great cross in, yeah. That was right, so thirty so third minute, we're now tied up. Um, you know, going forward, we're we're, get, we're seeing less and less of the ball. But let's talk about our second goal. Um, Harry Kane, Matt, what were you? What were your like? You you lead us off with that second goal. Um, if I can even remember what the goal looks like. <laughs> oh come on, that was easy. That's Kane crossing the ball into to Sun at the at the box. Then uh, Sessignon picking up the the headed ball that comes back, yes. passes it to Sun. Sun crosses into Kane. Uh, Kane has the one timer off of the half bounce right Ooh. into the top corner of the net. Beautiful goal. That there. finish was insane. Yeah, he made that look a lot easier than it was. Yes. Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah, it looks like a very easy goal when you see that camera angle, like at the field. You're like, oh god, that was an amazing goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When when you see the slow mos coming back later, and you see all the different angles, and you're like, "Wow, that ball's you know half a yard up off of the pitch, just mm. bounced, and Kane just cleanly puts his foot right through it, right into the top corner of the net, completely unsavable, no chance." 
Mm. And like, what a beautiful oh. ball from Sun. Yep. Yes. And we were missing that. On that. What a great moment for Sun and Kane together. Oh, I yeah. the record for two players linking up in the Premier League. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah. broke it. Which we were like almost I, there all of last season, and then it like stopped. <laughs> hey, it took like another season. It's worth of games to get there, but yeah, yeah. We got there. but Lampard and Drogba record tied by Kane and Son. Many what more to come. Yeah, that would not have been my guess as of who would have yeah. been holding the. Wow. Yeah. Um, Spurs over Chelsea. We'll take that one. Cheers. Can't wait. But um, yes. Yeah, so two players we haven't really mentioned yet like not in depth i want to explore a little bit more but harry kane and then sunny uh starting with harry kane nick i want to hear you know your opinion on his whole match obviously he got two goals we'll get to the last goal here in a second but just like harry kane what what are your thoughts i mean for me i don't want to ruin it but like wow that's all i'm gonna say i'll i'll, I'll gush in a second but you first yeah <laughs> i mean gush is the a good, a great word for what I think any of us will do. It's he continued his performances. the 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 Wolves game wasn't great for anyone, pretty much. But then, like, he continued to build on all those other performances where he just looks great. Like he's getting back into himself. I don't know if that's Conte. I don't know if it's just kind of like him finding the finding his feet or what. But yeah, yeah, he's getting back to like last year levels where he was screwed over. Somehow not winning Premier, our Premier League Player of the Year, even though he had the most goals and assists in the league. But I mean, that's easy to do, right? Like everyone does that every year. Yeah, it's not like it's only happened twice before, so that's normal. I mean, it did. It did happen only twice before. But yeah, <laughs> uh, he just looks so good. He's confident on the ball, knows what he's doing before anyone else does. Not even looking half the time. Like that first assist, like he's not even looking at Zun. Just like. Yeah. That's it. Just puts it in the space because he knows someone should be there. Like, thank God, and that's how you should play. You don't need yeah. to know where your teammates are. They should. They should know where they need to be, and you. You do too. His um, confidence around the goal finishing was just again great touch on everything. Like, yeah. just kind of he's finding it all back, getting everything uh, back in a, a disallowed goal though. Like, was his best shot. Like, how do you make that? It's ridiculous. It was insane. I don't. I was so excited about that. Uh, and then there's no way this is offside. Like, and then I, like you have to go back like a good two minutes, which is the right call. It sucks, but even, yeah. even the announcers, like in the moment when Kulisevsky receives the pass, are like, "Oh, he's onside," and you're like, "Oh, yeah. I last thing I was and then as soon as I saw him, like he's gonna be offside. Nope, there's yeah. zero chance he's not offside. Like that's that's the way the Spurs. <laughs> Yeah, what he was. He was. He was uh, I'm, I'm glad to see Kane get back into the Kane that was taught until I die Kane and not the yes. summer. What do I do, Kane? The under Nuno, like, I don't want to fucking play Kane. Yeah. I still hold a grudge against him, but man, what a performance. It's exactly what you want from Kane. He's dropping yeah. back, making those key passes. He's running into the box afterwards and putting himself in a position to score. You know, he's. Back on the in the defensive third, making yeah. you know important blocks and interceptions. Yeah, Kane is just when he's playing well, it, he's one of the best players in the world. I I don't think you could say there's another forward in the world, and I will go out and say this in the world where you can put in the center like 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 a cam or cam roll, mm -hmm. and he will be just as good, just as world class. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, he, he passes. He's like, the only thing I can think of was Rooney when Rooney kind of dropped back into the midfield mm-hmm. as he got older. Like, yeah, can more like a center fielder than he's a so great at it. Yeah. And yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't do it like that much, but even at that level of like, you know, his pass, like his goals and assists, his passing. I mean, and Kane's like leave, leagues above that, in my opinion, because he does oh, yeah. get, gets back. As you're saying, goal line saves on corners, like all these different things that he just takes. I'm pretty sure he just takes upon himself. Like he takes responsibility to do it. Like we yeah, need the you ball. see Kane have a goal line clearance. You're not like, why is my striker on the goal line? You're like, yeah. that's where Kane's supposed to. That, yeah. That's what I expect of him. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of people can take that for granted because, you know, you see a lot of strikers. Yes. Yeah. Sit at the edge of the, the you know eighteen yard box and chill and wait until it's their time to go run down the pitch and yep. score. But and exactly I like Kane when he's being a, a well rounded player. Mm-hmm. I which think he's, I, yep. Sorry, go. On. I was say which he is, and he's one of the best yeah. in the world. I I think last season, you know, obviously we said most goals, most assists, you know, crazy. Um, he was getting to that level where like it was this new Kane, like he drops back, he does all these different things. He's not just, even though he'd always kind of done that, now it was like way more aggressive and he was getting those passes in. But there were so many holes on our team that it was like he would fill one hole and then like another one would start leaking. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and so fucking, it was, it's it's probably his slowest start to a season. Oh, by far. You know, obviously, but he's getting to those levels of, as you're saying, best player in the world status. I mean, captain of England status. You know, everyone's like, oh, that's why he's the captain and not Raheem Sterling or, you know, someone else. You know, because he does all that. And it was, God, it was, sorry, I'm gushing now. You guys know. Right. And then his post-game interview, too, like, he seems to be kind of really fully back invested in the club. And maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Who knows exactly what happened. He didn't seem like it in the I mean, I get it. I can understand a player being tempted every once in a while, you know, but especially after going through everything he's gone through with this club and the lack of results. But I know he seems to be loving this club again and back to be being okay with where we're at. And like, just hopefully we keep building enough to where we can keep him because he will be so important for this club moving forward. I mean, you can't replace his numbers. Like, I, I know this is a down year, but like, if he starts firing like he is right now, like I feel very good about top four. Like right? oh, yeah. if yeah. Sonny starts firing. I mean, look at his top three. Like all three of our goals are top three. Like that doesn't happen for us ever. Kulu yeah. had what a goal and assist. Um, two assists for Sonny. Yeah. Goal and assist. And, a, two and, two, for Sonny and Yeah, and two goals for Kane. Like Yeah, yeah it's exactly Hopefully, hopefully we can keep it. And I think what you're saying about like him being back in love with Spurs and what he's doing, um, obviously, I think the main culprit is just Conte. But I think with Harry Kane, he's more than like a, a, a Tottenham, you know, born and raised or anything like that. I think he's a sportsman and he really likes, you know, competition and being able to compete and, and get better. Like, you yeah. know, to what I've heard, at least I think a lot of us have heard this. He's usually the first one to the practice pitch and like the last one to leave. And, you know, I think he's one of those people that idolizes, you know, as he said many times, like Tom Brady, but then I can right. think like, like, you know, like uh, Michael Jordan, he just wants to be the best. So I think when Spurs were 
even with Nuno, even though I was a huge Nuno fan before, um, yeah, we get it. Boo, boo. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, two thumbs down, one from me and one from Matt. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like he didn't want to do that because he probably didn't feel the progression or growth, you know, that he strives for. And under Conte, rightfully so. Conte is going to push him. And so, like, I think going forward, this is my prediction, but like in the summer, there won't be as much talk of him leaving if, you know, Conte's here and say we're top four, number one. Mm. But, you know, something like that, I could see him way more adamant about staying and just like simply like, nah, I'm staying because he's now feel, feels growth, you know, within himself. Like I know he wants to win World Cups and like do things like that, you know. And if it, you're playing under Nuno, if you're still at Spurs and that's not happening, um, it's not going to happen. But now I feel like he, you know, he he has that excitement again. And man, what a fucking joy to watch! Yeah. It's crazy I, for us because yeah, it's been like months. He's gotten better and better, but you know, we're we love this Harry Kane. He's our fucking forward. We want to see this game game and game out. He's one of our own. He's one of our own. God damn it. <laughs> Um, Still holding the grudge, but yeah, I think Conte is going to be important. Forget, don't forget it. Yeah, you can hold I, a bit I, of a grudge, but you can also still love him and, and appreciate him. And that's yeah, there's you can I, do both. I did. I did. I know you do. I think Conte is going to be important going forward. Like harkening back to something you said, like mm-hmm. way at the beginning, is like you know if if players look at Tottenham as like a place where they can't succeed, you know. Yes being the media bias and, and things like that that you know what media has. bias right i mean we we've, we've talked about it before but on this show uh, tonight we're gone yeah, yeah today i brought but it up too, but yeah somebody like conte i think will be important to be able to drive players you know like kulisevsky said when he was looking at where he wanted to play conte was a huge influence on him so mm. you know i i think getting talent like that we can't have a new no you know we, we have to have one of these world-class managers to drive talent, at least until we can cement ourselves as a premier league top four contender year in and year out. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really hoping Conte sees this club as like a long-term project. Like he says it is. And it is here for that ride. Cause I think honestly, the way he talks to the media, like he's like the one person that'll piss Levy off enough to like, (laughs) open up his checkbook and start doing the right things with transfers. Cause he's just going to talk. He's going to be honest. Like we didn't do, we fucked up. We want yeah, wrong said anything gonna, untrue though. Like, hey, I know exactly. We develop, we develop young players. Yeah, yeah but you know do. who doesn't like that? Levy. <laughs> Levy cares about that image, and he's going to try to protect it. So, right, that might push him in to start being the owner we need in terms of yes. loosening a little bit up on those that purse strings, and then we have better scouting finally. Yes. So. Well, yep, Hitchens is gone. We we mentioned that a little bit before. We'll see what happens this summer with all of that for sure. This summer could get crazy, in my yeah, opinion, yeah. for us. Like, yeah. Oh, it's it's definitely going to be. I think one extreme or the other. Either we're going to have the worst summer signings of you know club history, where just nothing happens, or yeah. it'll be gates open. Come on in. We're going to build a team. Let's go. I think. Hey. Unfortunately- we, we need people. I think it'll be closer to your first statement, just knowing Spurs. But the thing I can tell you for sure that will happen is that the media will take us through a million roller coaster. Oh, loops. can't wait. Dude, we're gonna have, the links are going to be insane. 
so many rumors. And by Friday, boys. The, the ones we signed, we probably wouldn't have heard about, you know, a week beforehand. <laughs> Messi's coming to Tottenham, boys. <laughs> Messi and Gareth. Mbappe. And, well, they're already saying Gareth, so. Yeah. And then they're already Gareth saying Gareth's not. They're, <laughs> they're already, no, those are all rumors and lies. And Gareth Bale's Holland, Holland is coming. Mbappe's yep. coming. Oh, ready, man. Boys. They're going to be so Grab good. Him. Can you imagine Mbappe, <laughs> Holland, and Kane on the same team? Oh man, no way we don't win the league. Can't and wait. So, oh my gosh, no, yeah, we, we'll do our transfer. Uh, that was our advertisement for our transfer episode in a few there you months. Go. Uh, we have a lot before then. Uh, we basically almost touched the whole field, almost got through all the goals. One name I want to shout out and start with you, Matt. Um, someone who you had mentioned earlier, you know, hadn't been playing well. But how did you feel about Sonny's performance and just, you know, him getting back? You know, he got subbed off not somewhat early, um, but he got yeah. subbed off, which was kind of surprising. I don't think we were winning. Um, nah, not surprising at all. Um, but, yeah, so, so what are your thoughts on Sonny's performance? Not surprising at all, he said. Oh. But, well, I mean, I think this is the type of match that's perfect for Son. You know, he gets to run into space uh, behind defenders. Yeah, you know, it's a lot harder for Son against a low block where he's got to take on two or three defenders before he shoots. You know, he can do it and he's shown it, but it's not his strong suit. Definitely getting pace behind defenders is where he shines. So it was a great performance from Son today. Yeah, you know, he could have easily had a goal. I think if he takes that shot instead yep. of passing, um, you know, it's exactly what you want from him. But you also have to remember he did just come off an injury, so yep. him getting subbed off early. Makes that's where I say it makes sense. I, I think, I yeah, think no, yeah, his yeah. performance was bad or anything like that, but I think for it's just sure. injury concern. Yeah, uh, I agree for sure on the substitution. Uh, yeah, Nick, I was gonna say I agree too. Like especially it's not just like you know like a a bum wrist or or something like that. Like it's a muscle injury. So yeah, take him off. He uh, ran himself ragged, like you were saying. So yeah, just safe that way. I was surprised by it at first because I thought it really was going to be Kulu at that point. I, I thought so too at first and I was like, oh yeah, wait, injury. Makes sense. Yeah. We were winning. We were up 2-1 at the time. Okay. They didn't score until 88th minute is when they got the penalty call and then... Garbage. No, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> and, I'm real 50-50 on it, but yep. I can well, see it. Straightforward. Uh, yeah. well, what are you guys' takes on the penalty? Pen or, pen, pen or no pen? No pen. Just in the sense that with the way the handball rules have changed recently over time, like, you know, five years ago, Stonewall pin, it hit his hand, deflected, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, now he's falling, his hand is coming down in a motion to hit the ground and break his fall. Yeah. And protect his face from the ball coming at it. There's no way it's intentional. It's not a penalty. It didn't give an undue advantage to any team. Like, it's not a penalty. In my personal uh, opinion. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think his hand was in, as you're saying, like a natural position. It was extended away from his body, but mm -hmm. he was falling to the ground. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's basically similar to what happened with Eric Dyer last season, but I thought they like changed the rule after that. Um, That's why I joked with you guys and said incoming rule change. <laughs> no, it's funny because that happens every single freaking time. Yeah. Oh. Yes. It reminded uh, me a lot of the Lucas Moore handball. Um, who was that against? <laughs> Where that, he's falling and wolves, it yeah, and wolves gets kicked into his hand. That's yeah. what he's like yeah. falling and hits his back shoulder and like handball. Yeah, um, 
So I, I can't really say on like whether I think it's a handball or not or like what the rules are because they fucking change all the time. But what I can say is when it went to VAR, I knew it was going to get called. Not even when I saw it. I just knew oh, that yeah. this oh, ref yeah. at, at you know, the Etihad in the 96th minute or 88th minute is like this was – Look at that? it for a quarter. I said Anthony Taylor looked at it for a quarter of a second. Oh, the comment well, probably just showed the the freeze frame of it hitting his hand. It's like, oh, it hit his hand. Clear handball. You know what I mean? Like the commentator says, he looked at it once. Like in yeah. the in the real thing, he's like, looked at it. He, it only took him one look. <laughs> like, man, I guess though, I will just to ask and further clarify. So, if that was reverse rules, would you have wanted a penalty? Would you have been upset we did not get one? Because that's kind of like what I like to do. That's Homer, that's, that's Homer syndrome, though. Like one hundred percent. I know I'd want one. But that's the thing that I try to like always try to step back so I can kind of look at it. A little, so I'm like really fifty fifty on it because I, I agree with everything you said. Yeah, his hands a little above his head, but it's not like he's making himself really that much bigger, and there's not an attempt to leave it there. He's clearly bringing it in. The cross the way was I like to look at it. Nothing was going on. Um, well, obviously, the way I look at it is is, is if it's a if it's a neutral match, would I want it called handball or not? And in that well, case, like if it's like Leeds playing Burnley or something, I'm like, ah, it's not a handball. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't look at it from a Tottenham lens. That's a very smart way to look at it. That's that's no, my way is smart. That's just smarter. <laughs> <laughs> That guys. Otherwise, it's just me. <laughs> no, that's actually valid. That's a valid way to look at it. Um, the one game it was never going to be neutral though, because you guys saw that picture I sent you right after we scored of the the centerline judge, the or the fifth official or fourth fourth official. Do you guys have you not remember. seen that meme, the, oh. the video? I think I sent it in the our group chat. Um. Oof. But yeah, the fourth official. Oh no, I didn't. Maybe I sent it on Instagram, and I don't know if I have yeah. it. Yeah, um, I've seen it looking back in the game. The uh, the dejected look of the fourth official when we scored is <laughs> just mind blowing. Like literally, like I know none of y'all can, see, but he's just standing there and he goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Like, dude, you can't have an opinion on these. Like, what is going on? Like, it clearly it just looks really fishy. Um, mm. I'll uh, I'll send it to you, Noah, so you can put it up on the uh, perfect. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it. It just blew my mind when I saw that. I was like, this can't be real life. Like it clearly looks like he has some sort of a <laughs> pull in this match. Um, at least he's only the fourth official. Yeah, exactly. But I couldn't. I couldn't believe seven minutes of extra time. Seven minutes. The penalty was taken. Three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I agree. But what, what else is it penalty? You know, what? I can believe it. So what does it, it say? Like any major injury? Yes, no. yeah, city, city, we're losing. <laughs> well, okay. From a neutral perspective, I can't imagine it in any game based on what happened in the game. From a looking at it through the lens of, you know, what actually happened. Yeah, sure, I, I see it. I mean, it's close to thirteen minutes against Everton. Um. Yes. So, wait, I want, guys, I want to get back to the penalty for a second. Um. That's so fine. There's one game we're forgetting that it's like, oh yeah. Don't Champions. say the Champions League final. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have to say it. Thank you. You did. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Thing, I told you not to. So. There we go. The second thing is um, 
I know that it was going to get called. And Matt, you were saying, or Nick, you were asking like, well, if it happened to us, would you want to call it? I know that if it happened to us, it wouldn't get called. That's Those are two certainties, I can say. There's um, three things guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and Tottenham getting screwed. Yes, yes, yes. That was a good one. Um, all right, so then we, we get to the penalty. Uh, well, I just want to say, so the penalty, it yes. was a great, that's a, it was a perfect penalty. Okay, he smashed it. Yeah. yeah, Hugo would have saved that if it was not a perfect penalty because he guessed yeah. right. I kind of yeah. felt Hugo was going to save it. But um, I do want to say, though, do you guys remember the group chat, though, when we scored our third that was called back? Do you guys remember me saying, don't worry, we'll score again? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I knew it was coming. Yes. No- I, I kind of thought we were going to also. Uh, I want to get your guys' opinion. When the penalty went in. Did yeah, but you, you don't have the receipts. I have the receipts. You don't. Yeah. Um, but when the penalty went in, I mean, like, for me, I was – so I was, at this point, I had to leave the match and go to work. So I watched the mm. whole second half uh, at my job, and it was pretty fucking crazy. Um, but luckily no one was there. I was just setting up. I was by myself. Um, but when that penalty went in, or when they even got it called – I was so heartbroken. <laughs> you and I both. That I, just like you said, Nick, I knew or had a feeling that we still could get one back. You know, like I was not, my, my head never goes down until the fucking last whistle is blown. Um, but at that point, I was so angry at what had happened, you know, and how we had gotten there. And I mean, just, I mean, Spurs did as Spurs do. That's the best Spurs. Spurs are, not the biggest team. I will gladly say that, but we are a team that rides off emotion and we know how to, at least these players, you know, I think our fans too, but to like rally around emotion and when it works, it works. And I think that's what happened. So when it happened, I, was, I thought we were going to get one. I was 50, 50 on the, we have no chance now. We'll take the point. I'm happy with a point against city. That's always a good result. Mm-hmm. And the, I can totally see our players being pissed off that that happened, going out there and scoring and being like, fuck you. Because we've done it like plenty yep. of times in the yep. past. Luckily, yep. it was the latter and not the former, but. Yep. And that's that's Harry Kane at his best. I mean, he yeah. is obviously the one who got yeah, the Harry. But But I mean, th- that Harry Kane, the emotional and passionate Harry Kane, is Harry Kane at his best. You see, you've seen it in many games throughout the years where like Harry Kane's really. And it's not even him getting stuck into tackles. It's him, like, just pulling the whole weight of the team around. And in, so let's, let's try to that last goal. Uh, Bentoncourt, beautiful pass into space, as we talked about already, to the man he already knows. Uh, Nick, you got your hand up in the back? Yeah. Uh, did anyone else first thought go, was Kulu offsides? Yeah, I couldn't see him on the screen. I was like, oh, shit, he's 100%. probably offside. Yeah. Like, that one to me, that he wasn't he looked screen. more off than the one that was called off. Yep. Like from I first glance. 100%. Oh. I was like, he's going to be offside, isn't he? So how do you feel about, you know, just Kulu, um, you know, learning his mistake instantly and getting, you know, from the, the goal that gets called back and then just, you know, doing it correctly. That's a quarter this- second difference, man. That's not a learning mistake. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like he, he got called off before on a goal and the ball, the goal comes back, and then he just broke his way. 
I'm just saying. Hulu, just, Hulu looked like surprised that that ball even came in. Like he's like jogging back, like with the line, and then he sees like, oh, there's this ball coming. You kind of see him like stutter step, and then like, oh shit, I gotta run onto this. Are you talking about the Pentacore? I don't know if Pentacore like, really even looked at him much. Like I kind of think no, he really. kind of thought he would be there and just kind of like, hey, I'm playing it into here. Like I think he maybe saw that space out there and just yeah. like, hey, I'm playing it out here. He's hopefully there and like. Nobody watched Kolesowski on that, though. He, he kind of, like, stutters, and he's like, oh, shit, there's a ball coming. I couldn't believe uh, it. Putting in the cross. And so, but before the cross, one name that I, I haven't, you know, heard him be talked about too much uh, in the other podcasts and, and, like, YouTube videos I've listened to, but, I mean, Matt Doherty comes in as a sub, and you guys have definitely heard me talk about this on this podcast. It's garbage. Uh, dynamic runs. <laughs> No, that's not what I was saying. Let me let me finish. Sorry. But no, uh, making dynamic runs in the final third. You guys have heard me yell about this before. You know, when Sun and Kane stop moving and we just slow down and no one's – but what Matt Doherty did, making the full run, you know, it was a great sub, as you could almost say. It was a great sub because you have this man with energy and makes the full run, cuts in front of him, like gives him that overlapping into space pass. It's not even that it drew too many defenders if you watch it. Like, oh, my God, all the defenders move towards Doherty. No. But it does draw people's eyes. It does make a difference. And from there, Kulu is able to get off a, you know, an easier pass and a great pass. I mean, really, we talked about from the beginning, we haven't had anyone be able to put in crosses in the box you know, from the wings mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh, I mean, Kyle Walker's never been able to do it. Uh, Danny Rose wasn't able to do it. Um, you know who R. else could do it, but he was just a defensive liability. So well, and also caught, it also took Aurier like thirty attempts, <laughs> and two would be good crosses. Yeah, I, I remember that. I'm like, it's just terrible, terrible, terrible. And then also, it's like a pinpoint perfect, and you're like, dude, how do you go from like zero to ten? Yeah, and then yeah, that defensive liability was not worth it. And like, yeah. that's why I'm okay with Emerson right now. Like, yeah, the crossing's not great wasn't really hasn't been great for a while then he's a lot more even, reliable at least defensively than yeah Aurier. even better with the formation we ran where emerson's not relied on to be our attack up that side yeah yes. no, i agree and that's yeah. without like reggie on the other side like imagine if we like again no offense to, to session but like reggie is a lot better at getting forward than than session and like if you have teach regulon to the to get the ball in the air when he crosses it there's low <laughs> crosses right into feet <laughs> He's learning to shoot, though, so that's good. Yes. He's, good. He's putting shots on target, and he'll get one. And things, it'll, it'll be good. All right, guys. Well, let, let's jump back to the goal. So we got caught up with the with the ball in the air. So did the whole Man City defense. Um, Kyle Walker uh, versus get Harry up. Kane. That's why we sold him. Why we sold him. There we go. I was waiting for you to say it. But, yep, so Kyle Walker – does his thing. Yep. Put your drink up. Put your drink up. 96th minute. 96th minute. Harry Kane. Far post. What a beautiful goal. Cheers to all you Spurs. Hopefully you get a drink by just, now. Again, just an insane finish, though. The placement and the touch on it. And, like, just muscling out Walker. Just. Yes. I think, I think sometimes people... I think I know you guys know this. I know a lot of our listeners will know this. I think some sometimes people look at headers, and 
think they're either easy or kind of just this like random, like, you know, ping off someone's head. Headers are extremely difficult. What Harry Kane did there, as you just said, Nick, was extremely talented and so, so difficult. And like to get over some, like, like Kyle Walker is still there. He, as you said, muscled him out. I mean, what a goal. I was at work watching in front of the bar and my, my coworkers right there, they don't really know what's going on. I think they like, <laughs> um, and all of a sudden I'm dancing, running around the, the, the whole place. Wow. What a goal. Um, Matt, I need, I need more from you. So what, what are you, what are your thoughts on, you know, ball in the air? Were you like, Oh, it's ours. It's a goal. Um, what, what was your goal time experience? Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Ball coming in. Um, I thought, I thought for sure Lucas would get to that ball, just I given his his yes. jumping ability. Yes. Like I thought Lucas was gonna head it far post and just be like, oh, all right, here we are. And then it missed him, and I was like, oh no. And that's yeah. the game. I'm like, okay, okay. And then bam, right in the corner. And then instant, like the whole side of the bar just erupts, you know, going crazy. High fives, you know, just energy. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not know where that ball off his head was going. Like it, because the I, angle, it looked like it might be going wide, and you don't mm-hmm. notice it's in until it hits that net, and you see a bulge on the ripples. Just, yeah. Just I was running around in the basement. Won't lie. Just like, <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. Like just insane. Like again, why is every single one of these matches with City just like these insane? Matches yeah. to watch, like they're always fun and hard stoppers for us, like every time. Yeah, they were mentioning. I mean, the the Champions League run and just mini games. Uh, I mean, Bergwijn's debut, uh, Lucas Mora two two. You know, nineteen seconds on the pitch and scores. Um, yeah, but what dude, bloody match? Go on. Yeah, I was just like, I love your comment about thinking more would get because that dude jumps. I don't understand how he mm-hmm. wins as many headers as he does. When he's well, like he's the tallest five six dude on the pitch, he's yeah, he's yeah. one of the tallest on the pitch. Yeah, I mean Matt, you listen to the extra inch, right? No, well, I thought you. I thought not, you liked that. I'm not, I'm not cool. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> you just make them. You just make them. Uh, no, yeah. they had a cool nickname for him, the Brazilian, like the the cricket. I can't remember how yeah. you. It, but like because he jumps like a freak he's small but like he's just got massive ups like a cricket brilliant but yeah and it's like i don't want to throw small small man energy on him though he's five eight my bad he's not five six there we go that's no. okay that's still small <laughs> yeah he's I mean, not in the terms of a professional sport yeah he's not no one's down here probably come on guys five eight's not that short yeah, it's funny how we all know Matt just looks that up. Like he, there's no way that came off the top of the. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, I definitely looked it up. It was important. Wrong. That's that's the quality we need. Um, but I actually think talking about just you know Lucas Moura on that goal, I think the two defenders reacted more to him in the same mindset. They're like, "Oh shit, this has happened before." Lucas Moura, God damn it! Yeah. And like, look, the two players like both go towards him, and then it's just Harry Kane and Walker on the back post. Harry Kane in front of Kyle Walker. God damn it. I'm so excited. Hell yes. Oh, what a fucking great moment. This is what it means to be a Spurs fan. I re- I want your guys' opinion on this, but I really don't think other teams go through this. Or like have – like good games happen every week. But I feel like as a Spurs fan, I am lucky 
to have the the emotional fucking you know roller coaster that we do ride called Tottenham Hotspurs. Like if you can be a Tottenham fan, then you can you can deal with a lot of bullshit through life. Right? <laughs> like it only makes us like right. Like it takes a special person to be a Tottenham fan, right? Like if you can deal with all this and not just like throw yourself off of off a cliff or you know or just like <laughs> i'm done with this i'm not watching soccer ever again like oh, i love suffering <laughs> shout out to all us yidos that are just all masochists oh. and uh yeah we just love to be let down no, i love suffering we like suffering we love we like suffering. Suffering. Cool. <laughs> perfect tottenham player he loves to suffer he yeah. loves suffering uh yeah no i don't know man it's just insane i just again i'm pumped i'm jacked again i feel very optimistic about the end of the season after especially after those two terrible losses yeah i don't know where you guys are at but yeah i don't i don't know man and then i'm looking at the schedule and then we have burnley on wednesday and i'm like great game on Matt, you brought it up low block we suck against yep we have to go after. We have to go with this euphoria to play in a low block team where we could just be pissed off and hate life again. So that is the most Spursy roller coaster thing I've ever heard, and you're yeah. exactly right. And yeah. yeah, like what other team is like? Oh man, I'm excited to play City right into fuck. We have to play Burnley. No team would we match up well against City? I I would like to know our like last five. Like I I don't know it. I wish I I wish I could easily find that or figure that out real quick. But like. What is our last five results against City? Right? Yeah. Been pretty good. I mean, other than uh, our last one was a win. About, and the one before yeah, that was that, a win. That's true. I know that's that to be true. We did the double uh, boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe, yes. Double drink. Double yes. drink. All right, guys. <laughs> we drink. are drinking a lot on this episode. It's two to double. Oh, boys. This is Dano against Pep Guardiola. But yeah, uh, man. Last, I, thing, last thing for the match, though. Like, yeah. So we scored. Awesome. Great elation. Fear yeah. and dread settles in. Fear. You know, there's time left fear, on this fear, clock. Fear. Way too much you know time. Right? But I get seven minutes extra time. It was announced before the goal. Mm-hmm. Add on an extra minute for the goal. Sure. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I yeah. told everyone in the bar, we'll see 98 minutes. 98 minutes passes. What the, what the fuck? Like, can we call this game? Like what's yeah. going on? Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's when you start throwing things at the ref or you know blowing fake calls <laughs> and stuff. I thought our team did pretty well of kicking the ball into the corner and, yeah. and closing it out. You know that's something uh, we did it multiple times though. Yeah. Like at what point that's is it game, like the game should have ended? Ninety-eight. Okay, it's like ninety-eight thirty, and the, the ball's in the, their corner, and like, oh yeah, we'll let him play it again. Yeah, tell no. me your heart did not drop though on that cross that Cootie cleared out. Yeah. In like the 90th minute or 97th. Oh minute. my god! Shout out. Yes, we do still have more to talk about. Oh my god! Yes, I I'm like that is going in. Like I saw that. I'm like, if he doesn't clear that, which not an easy clearance at all. How did the ball get that? Ball? I was like, that's either going into our goal or if he doesn't do that, like yeah. uh, I think it was Gunduin's on that far post, wide open. I'm like, oh yeah. wow! And like no one talks about it. I've seen like a bunch of stuff. Like no one talks about this really that much. Like I've seen post on it, but like it's not like a major talking point. Like that's a huge freaking clearance. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a huge, huge clearance. And, I mean, he got patted on the back from everyone on the team after that, you know, which he deserves. 
And it, I mean, as I'm gonna ask again, but how does the ball even get that far along the baseline? You know, like God, my heart definitely dropped. And for him to get it not in the back of our own net mm-hmm. um, was, whew, thank the Lord. But yeah, and then Davies chasing that out though was awesome. Like not just giving up on it. Like he actually chased that out to the touchline. I think he cleared it up the field then also. Like he learned his mistake from the Wolves game, at least, or where he didn't clear back to the middle. So that's cool. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, it was a bad pass back by Hugo, but it was to a defender who can clear it. And we tried to play it out the back. No, I agree. Guys, back to you for it. Back to you for it. (laughs) (laughs) We're Spurs fans. We're not, we're not used to this. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, have we, can't live, we can't ride that euphoria long before the, the, the downhill. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. the more euphoria, you know, the, the further the fall. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. uh, it's scary. Yeah, like Burnley on Wednesday. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to preview it. This is our Burnley preview. We all get it, all right? Yeah. Um, also, because this, this episode's gone a while, and we, know, we knew it would, but we still have more to talk about. So one <laughs> last game, we still have a lot more to talk about. But one last thing about the game, um, one name we haven't brought up yet, Hugo Lloris, three hundred cap for Spurs. Uh, that's what you think? That's your. Not, I do think this match. I thought the first goal he gave up was not. I thought it was a little shaky. The first goal Good I thought was pretty bad by him. Never had a chance. What's that? Good one should have never had a chance to shoot that ball. Oh yeah, Hugo should have captured it. No, yep. no, no, hit him in the chest. Hold on to it. Like yeah, no, it, it was bad. But then he made a lot of really big saves. That's why I said Dr. Jekyll. Huge, yeah. It's Hugo, right? Like, and that's the thing is, like, he's so good. And like, that's why I kind of feel bad saying it because he makes, like, that's maybe a mistake that you get out of some goalies, but, like, that's not what you expect out of Hugo. So, mm-hmm. but to see him bounce back and make, especially that on one on Gunduin. Um, the, yeah, one, the, 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 the single-handed outside yeah, to the left. Got up hurt, and I was like, oh, no, I don't know. We don't need Galini in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's it. He, no, he's so good, and like I'm excited about him, and I'm yeah. excited about the future still with him, and the, well, and the ability he gives us to bring in another goalie and have someone who's still good in there in the next year or two. Because obviously we have to move on and move on soon because he's getting older, but he's just super talented still. And stop uh, it! I just flicked off Nick because he's stop not it. getting old; he's getting great. <laughs> um, goalies don't crack; they only get better. No, there's like only one who does that, and that's Buffon. And that's <laughs> oh, there's many. There's many. He goes the next Jean Luigi. Come on, there we go. Captain of Italy, captain of France, World Cup winner, World Cup winner. Let's go. I still think until they're 45. Yeah, we still need to prepare. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, so Matt, what what are your thoughts on Hugo um, and his performance throughout the night? I mean, apart from that one blunder, Hugo was immense the whole match. Yeah. Yep. He spilled he spilled the one apart from that that there wasn't a point where I was like, uh, you know, Hugo well, I mean, he he did the typical Hugo things where like he went to clear a ball and he just fucking hoofed it directly out yeah. instead of like down the pitch, which I'm never gonna pretend like I expect Hugo to be good with his feet, so that's fine. <laughs> like whatever. Right. You know, you do. Sorry. Yeah, like Hugo just like hits it and you know it's like slices and you're like, oh yeah, that's Hugo kicking the ball, whatever. Yeah. But when it came to his shot stopping, you know, I think Hugo's one of the best shot stoppers in the world. I, 
Yes. Yeah, there's not many better than him. Maybe yeah. one or two. Maybe one or two. He that's where he hits his bread and butter. Where he struggles is balls in the air on crosses. Yeah. We've seen that. Sure. But yeah, he's his his shot stopping's insane. Especially one on ones breakaways. It's yeah. he's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. So and he, I, I think even on his penalty save there, like if it wasn't a perfect penalty, it was saved. That's one hundred percent. It was and when it was going when he before he took it, I was like, I think I think he was going to save it. I think you said that too, Nick. Yeah, I did. Um, and he was so close, and he guessed the right way. And then, I mean, Matt, you said it exactly. It was picture. I mean, like that's one hundred percent a a plus best. You know, you, you could do. It's an unsavable penalty. Doesn't unsa- matter who's in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's roofed middle ish, so like it's hard because like you're diving as a goalie, so it's a little. It's going to be behind you, and it's not just roofed. It's like it's crushed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, with the curve Ace on. on the ball, perfect yeah. placement. All you can ask for in a penalty. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, mean, I think you're right, Dodge yeah. Jackal and Mister Hyde. But um, you know, maybe more Hyde than Jackal. I don't know which oh, yeah. one. Well, yeah, I don't know which one's positive, but he was more positive than negative for sure. I agree. Like, I don't. I want to make it sound like I thought he was terrible this match. He was great. It just sucks when you're a goalie and you make a mistake and. Your mistakes usually lead to goals, and sure. in a sport where you don't score a lot, typically, like it hurts you a lot more. So, yeah. But the important player. thing is, even though he made a huge mistake that led to a goal, it didn't affect his performance the rest of the. No, match. you're right. Hundred percent. Going to say that exactly right, and yeah. we and we won. You know, like if it were to have affected him, it could have been three one two. You know, four one them. You know, if yeah. if he. I mean, that couldn't one shot goes in or. Yeah, you know some other saves he makes go in if it yeah. really if rocked him to the core. But yeah, I mean we're lucky that in some ways that he is old enough to be mature enough to not let it affect him. You know, yeah, hundred percent agree. Again, I will say I, I he was great. He was fantastic, except for that one mistake, which sucks because it's just like when you're a goalie, like I said, that one mistake is a lot yeah. different than when you're a forward and you make a mistake, right? Like. Yeah, no, no, but but again, no, he, he played great. Um, so guys, I just want to move forward a little bit quickly. Um, talk about a few other things. So uh as far as the match, I mean we kind of covered it in my opinion. Do you guys have anything else you wanna say? We're, we're gonna maybe mention more, but just in specifics about the match at all, I, I think I think we can move forward. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. All right. Yes. So I kind of want to talk about I haven't written down, at least I mentioned it before. But the Conte Sky Sports interview and how the media sucks. I think that's kind of the gist of this little segment. Um, basically, everyone said that uh, Conte hates Spurs and that um, leaving in the summer, leaving and Levy's an idiot. Well, uh, that's not necessarily false wrong. news. But. <laughs> it's not incorrect. But did you guys like hear anything about that and, or just the whole interview and, and how it kind of came out and just what, what were your guys thoughts on, on what Conte said, you know? Yeah. I mean, definitely kept my ear to the ground on it. And it was, it was a lot of statements that were taken out of context exactly, uh, and used mm-hmm. to make Conte sound like he's shitting on Spurs when he's just yes. saying things that are true. <laughs> and, you know, like if, if anyone had, ever seen Conte ever 
they expected him to not just be Conte. Like, yeah. you're, you're foolish. Like, <laughs> he's going out there and he's going to talk about the state of the team. And, yeah. Oh, he's he's going to talk about what players are doing poorly and what players are doing well. And ultimately, he's going to responsibility for a lot of those things, too. You know, a lot different than Mourinho, where Mourinho is just like, I, these players don't give a shit and, <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> they suck. You know? They all suck. <laughs> yeah, they, they suck. Whereas, uh, like, Conte's like, yeah, we got a lot of young players, and, you know, if you're trying to win trophies, young players aren't going to be what gets you there. <laughs> Not a fucking unfair statement. Great. <laughs> Do you think you strengthened your team during the window? We lost four players and replaced them with two, so numerically, no. Oh, the yeah. team is shit now because of the window. Like that's not what he said. Like he literally said, "We more key players." Like, yeah. no, one of my friends is like, "Well, they're not key players." If like, he never plays them, I'm like, "Well, you lose senior players. Like, would you rather play Deli Alley who you never play, or would you rather play a 17 year old?" Harvey, yeah, exactly. Really, really. Like yeah. it's, it's so yeah, losing them still hurts. You have to put in Harvey White or Deli Alley. Who do you put exactly. in? You know. Uh, Alley. Like, yeah. and there's zero hesitation on that for anyone. So yeah, mm-hmm. we did numerically get worse, and like even in a game like this, like right, like we could never had we never had the opportunity to bring on a attacking midfielder because yeah. we got rid of our only options when <laughs> Heal, Celso, and Delhi. and on Dembele. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Tanga. So like, we're literally, like we did get weaker. You brought in good talent, like he said. Already on the field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it numerically, yeah, you lose four, you only gain two. Like, you're probably not going to be as good. Yeah, unless it's unless you're City or Chelsea, right? Like, they're that's total difference than like a team like ours where we have the depth and squad rotation ability. Unless those two that you brought in were Benton Core and Kulu. <laughs> what are you talking about? Best. Well, if you brought in Lukaku, man, he gets you seven touches. There we go. $100 million <laughs> gets you seven touches. Yep. You can see that stat? Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> no, we don't have to talk about Chelsea for that long. But uh... if they spent $100 million on a dude who only touched the ball seven times in the entire match, that's the least amount of touches a player has recorded in a game since they started recording that stat in like 2000 or something Jeez, like that. Wow. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know. People have talked about games where like Kane and Son have been invisible, but that's a new level. Exactly, but you know, there's not that much talk about it. There's a little bit of talk about it, but like, imagine if Kane did not show up like that. Yeah, Kane only gets seven touches. The worst stat ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it goes back to the media bias. Yes, for sure. But yeah, um, I agree with that though. I, I I saw the quotes, and then I saw like Alistair's thing, and I read the quotes. I was like. That's totally different the way he was saying it compared to what happened. And then he was I think my like, approach What's my that? media is like just uh, I'll read the headline and then I'll go find out what's actually said so I can form an opinion. It's like just that reading the headlines. Talk, that is crazy talk. Yeah. Don't be spreading those rumors on this podcast, bro. We cannot <laughs> research anything. We only trust our gut. Only the headlines because the headlines aren't designed yeah. to make you just click. So trust the headlines in your gut, and that's where you find out reality. Yep. All right, Matt, back to the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this episode's going on for a good while now. Uh, one thing we have to do before we wrap this up. Uh, two weeks ago, there was a game in the middle. 
We did a deli double. We are still keeping that name. It's already patented. I paid way too much money for it, so we're keeping it. Um, I will say it was would Bentoncore start? No, it was it was Bentoncore or Cool S. It was, was Bentoncore. And Nick got it right. He did start. You're saying we we points. can't change this to a decky double? Not yet. <laughs> decky is that Kulu's milk? Or no, so it's it's a nickname for Dejan. All right, we're gonna leave it there. We're not calling it that. Oh, all right, whatever. We'll think about it. Hey, if he scores two more goals, you know, we might we might have to because <laughs> what did Delhi score any goals this season? I'm not sure. Whenever he passes Delhi's <laughs> scoring record, probably in Europa Conference no. League. Okay. Um, but okay, does it, so you won last week's deli double. I have not thought of one during this episode. Um, but we're going ahead to Burnley on Wednesday. Um, does Sean Dice shave his head before the game? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay, okay, well, that was not fair then. Um, I just want to see. Uh... Okay, well, I mean, obviously, I'm a little worried because it is Burnley and the way they play. Yes, it's away at Burnley. We win. Do we win? That's your double. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling a draw. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I forgot down teams play a low block. I'm sorry. Like I just do, and they are going to. So I'm not saying we're gonna lose. I'm just I'm feeling a draw. Unfortunately, like I, I feel great coming off this, but I just I just worry about us breaking down a team that just sits back. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think, I think, well, so my only other idea for Delhi Double is in the same idea. Do we score more than one goal? That would have um, been mine. I'm on the side with do we score more than one? Okay, do we score more? It's two, two versus one. Okay, okay, so do we score more than one goal? Nick, what do you think? More than one no. goal? No. Nope. Now, this, is, this isn't part of your answer. I'm just curious. Do we one score zero. a goal? Do we score? Yeah, we win one nothing. Okay, cool. Uh, you going so late four. winner? Yeah, late winner. Yeah, late okay. garbage goal. Sunny, you know happen. Late, just kind of ugly goal that just kind of happens. And it's a slow, melancholy game the whole time. <laughs> it's just us just having possession, giving up not too many chances, really, but not really creating much. And then just I'm fine. on the team, yes. We score Ooh. more than one. Me too. Let's go. Right. Of course hey. you are. You're the ultimate homer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I hope you guys are right. I hope you guys are right. All right. So Matt says yes. Noah says yes. So my only thoughts on that, you know, extended version of my answer is, and these are hopes. This is all hopeful. Uh, we have Bentagor. We have Kulisowski. Whether they both start, I don't know. That's not the question. But my hope, well, my hope is Bentoncore. That's what I'm really looking at with this statement. Just having something new in the middle that does allow openings, that does allow us to break down that block. Um, so that's my hopes. That the new guys kind of show up. Because one thing that could really go wrong, more towards Nick's ideas, uh, is that we go to Burnley, they do the low block. And Bentecourt turns into like Lo Celso and just disappears. And, you know, he gets two touches and a half. 
I think Bentecourt's already had as many good games as LaSalle had for us. Yeah, let's hope it stays that way. I mean, I'm just being I, – I want to be the ultimate homer, but yes, and I agree with you also. No, I'm not trying to be real. Like, LaSalle's had a really good, like, five or f- just six games after last like, Project season, Restart. Last season, if we're talking about this after season. Project Restart. No, Project Restart, once that kind of happened. He- but, yeah, that's, like, the only time he looked really good for us. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I think they both start. I'm ex- I, we'll see. I hope Bentecourt should start for sure. Yeah, Kuru, we have some availability out there, so I wouldn't be too upset if he doesn't. Maybe Bergwijn get the start. I'd be down with that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I just Bergwijn's hope he's gonna start on the left, not on the right, though. For Sun? No, well, you draw Sun to the right and put Bergwijn on the yeah. left, just because Sun's fair. more ambi-footed I'd, I'd, than I'd, I'd that too. Do you think we play a three four three again, or do you think we stay with uh this one of these alternate three four two one or three five two? I think we play a three four three. I hope not. No, but it's what Conte's comfortable with, so I, it's more likely. Yeah, and I I'm okay with that once we get the players to play that formation. I just don't think we have it. So I hope we play this formation again because I think it's kind of a, a good cross between the two, uh, the three five two. Um, but it gives us the ability because, like, obviously, we don't have to necessarily have Sonning, whoever the right winger is, or wh- whoever's playing like, Kulu. If, again, same formation. They don't have to drop back as much, right? So they can still play a little bit more on the offensive front and really just try to break teams down. Because Sun and Kulu both have the opportunity to, and ability to go at guys, and that's yeah. what we kind of need against Burnley, right? I mean, we saw that Sunday can dribble the whole team, the whole field. Oh, proper Burnley match. That's how we need to do it. I right. think Yamber Tongan's single greatest assist of his career. <laughs> yep. Vertonghen <laughs> takes credit for that golden sun after it won the Puska. <laughs> like, <laughs> this day, like, he's got his own award in his house. The best assist ever. I'm just saying. It was. Not true. It was a great assist. Super young. Uh, Hard definitely. to get an assist from your 16-yard box. doesn't happen that often. Yep. No, although Allison recorded an assist as a goalie this past weekend. Well, no one cares about it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, some of guys. us just love the sport, all right? I do. Yeah, some of us just love the sport. I only love the Spurs, and you know this shit. I don't even know how to play this sport. Just kidding. That's uh, I believe that. You just yell step a lot. I've seen you. Yeah, they just need to step to the ball and learn how to play. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. All jokes aside, what a goddamn great match. If you get any more alcohol, if you made it this far, we want to say thank you. We appreciate you. And we will see you guys after this Burnley match. What a euphoria. Let's keep this ride going. And last for me, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. There we go. Cheers. Matt, what are, what are you doing over there silent? Oh, I would, but my Airbnb and I don't want to be loud and disturb them. Uh, you Then you whisper it. Uh, it didn't even pick up. Didn't even pick up. I was like, yeah. I was the most romantic thing. Did you say something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's impressive. I thought you were just mouthing it to be funny, but well played. Yeah. All right, I'll do it for him. Come on, you Spurs. This isn't going in, is it? <laughs> yeah, just just cut it out after Nick's. Don't yeah, just cut it out. out after. We don't need that. Tip top Tottenham Hotspurs. The 
Give them a cheer.